So I, I find it interesting that um, after a long drought, after a divorce and healing yourself, you're saying to me that you're opening up your heart again. You, you're not guarded. Tell me about that. Well, it was a process. Um, wanting to grow more than I wanted a relationship. Oh, wait a minute. You wanted to grow. Yeah. More than you want a relationship. Yeah. Now that we that's yeah. a, we got to pin it, pin it, put a pin in that because yeah. I find so many women they just jump into another relationship because they don't want to be lonely. Yeah. Or they don't recognize mm -hmm. the, the red flags and the red lights that mm -hmm. they just kept going. So mm -hmm. so tell me, you wanted to grow mm -hmm. more than having companionship and being in love. Yes. So what did that look like? Well, I was willing if it took a lifetime from the, the point that I decided that's what I wanted, then that's what it would take. I was willing to maintain my loyalty to myself because I felt like I owed it to myself. And what it looked like, it was very lonely. Mm. Very lonely days, very lonely nights. There were instances where triggers would happen where it would say, oh, you need a man to do this or go here or do that. Mm -hmm. And But there was no man. It was just me. And I had to find contentment within myself to figure out how to navigate through it without a companion and still love me, still be whole, um, still be... In a, in a, set myself up to still be growing, uh, into the person that I wanted to become. So were you growing from anger, bitterness, mm -hmm. uh, fear, uh, low self-esteem, uh, a fear of being hurt, a fear of yourself going off and hurting somebody, a fear of being tricked, um, or all of those things? All of the above. Everything you named, all of that fear of everything, I put the wall up. I said, never again would anyone come into my life and hurt me. And and I knew if if I was ever hurt again, I definitely would hurt somebody. <laughs> and uh, I've been there before. I've been there before. And uh, the doctor uh, diagnosed me as being homicidal um, based on the fact that I had enough anger to have rage to do bodily harm to someone. And I want to put a pin in that because usually the scenarios I hear are where the women want to hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to take yep. their life out. They want to just end mm -hmm. their life. They want to, they become so depressed. They can't mm -hmm. function. They feel uh, self-loathing, like what's wrong with mm -hmm. me and why won't anybody love me? Was that part of your healing is recognizing that there's nothing wrong with you? Mm. Or did you always just feel like, I knew there was nothing wrong with me, but I, all my anger is uh, going towards this man who hurt me terribly. Yeah, I knew there was nothing wrong with me. I never had pity parties for myself and say, you know, why doesn't someone want me? What's wrong with me? I knew there was nothing wrong with me, but mm. I couldn't find the connection between knowing that and living that. Because, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. And so, and so I couldn't figure out what was the, di or the disconnect between knowing that and living that. Um, but the anger, it, it wasn't like, because my voice was silent for so many years, the anger was pushed down. And being a quiet spirit when it came to speaking up for myself, I could vocalize for other people. 
I could uh, be stand before people and speak. I could, I could be bold and strong in in my in a loud voice. But when it came to speaking up for myself, my voice was hushed, mm. and I couldn't find what was the connection or the disconnect, if you will, about why why was that, and um, the hurt was suppressed for so long till it just. It's just oozed out, and when it oozed out, it was uncontrollable. It was like going from zero to a hundred with no balance in between, just mm-hmm. straight to the top. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't find the balance. I couldn't find, I couldn't find the definition of myself, not what other people said, but what did I say? I couldn't find that definition. I had to search for it so that I could live that out. For myself. But yeah, the anger, to answer your question, yeah, the anger was out of hurt. It was definitely out of hurt. Well, what prompted me to ask you to do this critical conversation, I thank you for allowing me to do this, is because you were sharing with me that you're so proud of yourself now. Mm -hmm. You feel so open now that if someone were to approach you, uh, you're not desperate, right. but you're realizing that you are healed. You're open now. You you feel you trust yourself yeah. more now. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah, I kept a wall up for so many years to for protection uh, because I didn't want a relationship to interfere with my growth. I was so desperate for the growth uh, that I wanted for myself that I kept the wall up, and now. Uh, the wall, it's not that the wall, people say, well, the wall is down, the wall is, 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 is being broken down. It, it has not been broken down. The wall was, was tunneled through. Sometimes you have to tunnel through the, the pain, the hurt, mm-hmm. the emotions to get this. The wall doesn't always break down. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's, you, you tunnel through that wall to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's what has happened. What were some of the things you did to get to this place? I mean, was it the passion and the work that you do? Was it the silence and the solitude that was self-imposed? Um, tell me about that. Yeah, I deliberately um, secluded myself from people um, who I even thought there could be a connection, male, mm-hmm. who could be connection, uh, or even somebody I thought I might could be attracted to, because I didn't once again didn't want a relationship to hinder me. And so the way that I had to navigate through through that was I had to do the work. And when I say do the work, is I figured out what were my triggers. I took every situation and every scenario that I could think of and wrote it down, put it in in a book, and then I analyzed it. I saying, well, why did I think that? Why did I do that? What could I have done differently? You know, what what gave me pause over here? Why did I? And so as I start to evaluate myself, things start to unwind and reveal itself to me because I didn't put it on anybody else. I didn't say, oh, he did that. He lied. He cheated. He did. I, I, I came out of that because we are, okay, you know that. Those are things you know. But what is it that I don't know? Well, what I did know uh-huh. was what I did not know about me. What did you not know about yourself? I did not know that my triggers were um, some things that I do myself that was triggering me. Because, I see, it's like um, the judgment that I have for somebody else were the things that weren't healed within me. Okay. But I'm judging somebody else for it. But I'm not, I'm not you know, those are things that I, I have issue with. 
And so one some of the things that I had issue with that I found out is is that uh lying, hate lying, hate it. Mm-hmm. But then I wasn't truthful to myself. Come on. I was lying to myself about me and, and, and all just all the things that, you know, when I ask myself questions about myself and I would say, you know, what makes you tick? What may, what are your, what are your triggers? What are your, I would lie to myself. Oh no, that don't bother me. Oh no, that's not, yeah, I don't have no problem with that. And I did. <laughs> you know, something else that I found very profound and like a, a window was opened when we were sharing how in your career, you had a very um, male-dominant, you were working in a male-dominant yeah. uh, industry and you were in supervision and mm-hmm. you were saying how you realized that you didn't know how to separate that, that when you would come home, yeah. you, you wanted to be in control. Yes. You wanted nobody telling you how to, what to right. do. And you feel like that kind of contributed to the um, toxic communication? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was very, yeah, because and that's another thing, I'm glad you used that word. I found out I was toxic. I was always pointing, he, he, he's toxic. He said, I was toxic mm. as well. Mm. And, um, yeah, because I would, I, I knew how to be vocal and strong and speak my mind when I was at work because that management situation mm-hmm. called for that because I worked with men. Mm-hmm. I worked with, uh, maybe like the average, I think at one time was like, or the ratio was, um, like, like nine men to, to every, Two women. And so uh, I worked with men, you know, I, I didn't even realize that, you know, I was told by my spouse at one time, you're mannish. Why are you so mannish? And I, I'm not mannish. What are you talking about? Talking mannish at that same time? I'm denying <laughs> it. And so what I found out was. So that was being defensive and being in denial. Yeah, in denial. Like I said, the thing I hated the most I was doing. To myself, but, mm. but yeah. So when I would bring home the same environment that I was work, you know, working in, I bring it home because I wasn't communicating lovingly and effectively, you know, effectively and mm-hmm. through love. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, honey, oh no, can you take the trash out? I would say, this trash needs taken out, <laughs> and it would just be. And he would say, well, wait a minute now, <laughs> you ain't at work. Cause I was a supervisor. I'm, t- I, you know, so I'm working with men. I got to tell men what to, how to do, you know, so I have to kind of be strong and stern. I'm coming home talking and he, he's saying, wait a minute now. <laughs> I remember when, uh, you know how women, when they couldn't open new jars of pickles or mm-hmm. mayo or something, they give it to their husband to right. open it. They said, honey, can you get this for me? And he would say, you want me to get that for you? I say, no, I got it. Crack. And open yeah. the jar. I found that to be true too. That yeah. sometimes I get in that mindset. I can do it. I can yeah. do it. Yeah. And you don't want to appear weak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want to appear weak. I think that is so cool that you are so open about that. It's it makes me laugh, but it's also a sad commentary because I know a lot of women. You know, you get so used to being independent, taking yes. care of yourself, mm-hmm. that you don't. You're not open to to um, nurturing a relationship yeah. and allowing a man to serve you mm-hmm. when you're used to serving yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what I realized too about myself is that when I made him feel like he was not needed. Mm-hmm. He felt there was no place for him. Mm-hmm. 
And so I had to be honest with myself and say that I did that. Mm, mm. I did that because I, I, I'm making the money. Um, I'm, I'm handling all the, the business and the bills and I'm doing it all. And one day he said to me, what do you need me for? So it, so do you think that maybe we used the wrong word that it's not, it wasn't toxic. It was lack of maturity, lack of, uh, having the guidance to know how to step into a relationship. I find that with a lot of women, you know, mm-hmm. I'm myself too. We get into relationships with this fantasy. Mm-hmm. We get into relationships and we don't really understand how the man is wired, mm-hmm. let alone how we're mm-hmm. wired. Mm-hmm. We don't, we're not in touch with our expectations. Yeah. We're not in, in touch with our emotional makeup, our emotional mm-hmm. intelligence mm-hmm. or lack of. So there's a lot of things that contribute yeah. and, but uh, it was toxic too. It, it was, was toxic too. And toxic. Yeah. Because yeah. I was doing It's a some, combination. Yeah. Because I was doing some things. I mean, you know, when you pull in knives and meat cleavers and put your knives on people, I was doing that. It wasn't him. That was me. I mean, that's toxic. That pretty, that gets pretty toxic, you know. When I'm threatening to put. That was your coping skill. That was my coping skill. And when I'm threatening to put poison in his food and. <laughs> You know, and 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 stabbing while he's sleeping. You know, I think that I had become pretty toxic. <laughs> Didn't you? You know, that's pretty toxic. I mean, he wasn't doing it. That was me. That was me. And weren't that. you cutting up his clothes? Yeah, I had. I did do that. I did. I took a. I took a, a, a razor blade and uh, sliced the the, uh, the the ones that I bought. I didn't slicing bother, and dicing. I didn't bother the ones he bought, but the ones I bought, I, I sliced them. In the closet, so when he took them, they would be nothing but threads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's why I said it, there was some toxicity. I I was, I was, I was very toxic in my mind. But you know, I didn't want to admit that. I still wanted to say it was him. And it, I mean, it, there were some things he did. I, but I, I I unloaded all of it on him. <laughs> And and that's why I had to start speaking the truth because people thinking, oh, he's just so and he was uh-huh. to that degree. But I had my I did my part. Yeah, you contributed you know? to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think that is so transparent, so honest, so raw. Uh, you know, I'm laughing over here, and <laughs> it's not a laughable situation. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, we it's, could, it's it's yeah. comical when yeah. we look back, back on it. Yeah, and we say, what was yeah. I thinking? What was I thinking? What you was, know. What was going on inside? What would you say to someone that wants to heal and they want to recover from a toxic relationship? They want to recover from um, dealing with their rage in an unhealthy way and and know that they are dangerous. They better not get into the relationship mm-hmm, until they mm-hmm. have healed. Yep. And I like what you said that you chose healing over dating. Yes. Yes. And so now you're feeling like, you know what? I'm feeling a fresh breeze. I'm feeling yeah. like I'm safe to come yeah. out. Safe to come out. Is that out. what you're feeling? I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. You feel I like you won't cut and, somebody? And not, not today. Not today. But I can tell you why I feel that way is because uh, I now know who I am. I know what I want. I know that I have the power to choose. And do you think it's because you have emotional regulation? You can control your emotions? Yes. Yes. I'm going to ask you again. Yes. Is, is that where you are? Yes. Yes. You feel like nobody can take your power, your joy, yes. your peace. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, I, that's important. I have to I have to say yes, be, and with the surety, for this reason, 
some somebody might be saying, listening to this, well, she don't know because anybody could come. Not if you know the boundaries. Not if you know what the triggers are. Not if you know what what is toxic for you. Not when you've made up your mind. Not when you've done your work on you. And when you know, because what I would say to people, if you spend time with yourself, you would be surprised what you find out about yourself. Mm. If you spend time. Girl, you're dropping some nuggets yeah, right if, now. If you spend time with your, but here's where we fall short. We don't spend enough time we with ourselves. We don't spend enough time with ourselves. We, we should be saying, okay, it's been six months. I'm jumping in. No, try 20 years. Mm. That's how long it's been for you. 20, 21 years. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 And I was determined. Uh, I wanted to be whole. By any means necessary. Wow. By any and I didn't know how to do that, but I followed the yellow brick road. I try, I figured it out. I went to therapy. My number, the number one thing I would say to women: go to therapy. And some people say, "Well, I ain't crazy." Well, yeah, I wasn't either, but that didn't have nothing to do with going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy helped go into the depth of my soul and reveal to me who I was. Mm. And then I, once I was opened, my soul was open to me, then I went and found other ways, books and teachings and workshops and just, just on a journey, mm-hmm. journaling, just whatever it took to open me and go deep. If you can go deep in yourself, you can, re- I always say you cannot heal what you don't reveal to yourself. That's right. So, um, if someone just start knocking on your door and sending you texts and looking at you, um, I remember you were saying, if and when that starts to happen, it's like, it's not going to be immediate. Hey, we are mm-hmm. a couple. There's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, let's see where we're going. Yeah. Let's have some company. You're not coming over my house. I'm not mm-hmm. coming over your house. Mm-hmm. You don't even what get is your date. Stra- what is your strategy? My strategy. Okay. Number one, first of all, randomness don't. Is, is ineffective to me. Just that random somebody popping out of clear blue sky. That, 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 that doesn't impress me at all. Okay. All right. So in that randomness, randomness, the first conversation is crucial. Ladies, if that first conversation is about, it, it, you just, the gut will t- talk if you listen. Mm-hmm. But if that first conversation is about nothing and it's a bunch of junk and a bunch of, uh, hey, yeah, what you do? Hey, I thought you so fine. I can't, mm, the, uh, mm, mm, you know, oh, yeah. okay. go. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta have a standard of what you're looking for too and how he's gonna approach you. But get rid of the conversation right away. Don't be so desperate that, ooh, I ain't had a man say nothing to me in 10 years. I'm so ready to talk to somebody. Let me see what, I'm gonna give him another chance. If the first conversation was terrible, let me give him another chance. No. I'm sorry. I can't risk it. Risk it. Mm-hmm. I, you, no. No. Uh-huh. Uh, then say if it's somebody that is interest that I'm interested that we're we're interested to, uh-huh. in each other, then there's a lot of conversation that has to happen before there's a date. Uh-huh. You know, we're so quick to jump in. But I'm grown. If I'm this age and I don't know what I want, I don't uh-huh. be able to just go. Yeah, you you can. Uh-huh. But we're talking about recovery, uh-huh. just like an addict recovers from. You're in recovery. You, yeah, I'm yes. in recovery. And so we, there's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of uh, it's almost like a, a litmus test, as, as we would say, mm-hmm. to try to see, if the, the, let's gauge this thing and see what this looks like. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't meet what you feel that needs to go forward, then you stop it. And, and that's it. 
But if it is something you feel need to go forward, you have to have conversation. To me, conversation is key. Yeah. Communication is key. I was uh, counseling with a young lady not too long ago, and she was realizing that she had started talking to too many people about this new, it wasn't even a relationship, mm-hmm. this new encounter mm-hmm. that had possibilities. Yeah. And she was so excited after her drought from mm-hmm. a divorce. And I just so grateful that she responded when I said, do not yes. tell everybody. You can't do that. Yeah. You don't need to tell your grown children because yeah. they're going to be start questioning yeah. you. And then you're yeah. going to feel all this pressure yeah. and stress. Yeah. And that's something that I hope somebody is hearing right now yes. is that I know it could be tentilating and yeah. exciting. Yeah. And, oh, my God, somebody sees me. Yeah. And, oh, mm-hmm. this feels good. Mm-hmm. It's like, slow your roll. Yeah. Yep. Have have your guard up, but right. not the kind of guard not, that you yeah, had up. We're yeah, like, yeah, no, I ain't got wall. time for nobody. Don't yeah. be talking to me. Yeah, right. It's like, no, I'm, no. I'm going to be cautious. cautious. The yeah. yellow light. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes when you have had a long period uh, of no relationships, you're not quite in the game of how things have changed. Because mm-hmm, I'm sure mm-hmm. you've noticed that since yeah. you were yeah. married and now, the landscape has changed. Oh, everything has changed. Yeah. What have you noticed? I'm 20 years. First of all, I'm 20 years older. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yes. That is huge. And so you can't have the same dating technique that you had 20 years, that you would have had 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to shift. And in shifting that, I read a lot of articles, a lot of books, because I just want to find out. I want the information and find out, you know, how could I gauge this now that I'm older? What does this look like? Um, that kind of thing. But I will say this about um, telling people and getting excited because you've just been talking to somebody for two, three weeks. You you get yourself so worked up. Mm. You falsely start having emotions for this person that's not real because you done talked yourself into it. And you've revealed too much you information about yourself. About yourself. Yeah. And you've talking to everybody and telling everybody. And it, it's only been two weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You you know you working yourself and up. they putting their best foot yeah. forward. And you giving you giving too much of your energy to something that is not. You don't even know where this this is is going. I always you know we'll see, let's see, you know that kind of thing. And and I'm 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 just walking through, uh, with caution, like mm-hmm. you said, but with not a such a brick wall that can't nobody get through. Right. But you, there's a there's caution. Yeah, there. it's just wisdom. You know. Yeah, wisdom. I'm so grateful that that you allowed us to have this conversation because. In our own offline conversations, you know, we talk about, you know, my book that mm-hmm. I said, Desperation is a terrible yeah, perfume I love to that wear. Book. Yeah. And I think a lot of women, we're guilty of that, that men can, they smell can it. sniff out that smell desperation. It. They can smell it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I write in the book that mm-hmm. uh, women often fall in love, and notice what I said, fall, mm-hmm, fall. in love mm-hmm. through their ears. ears. And men are attracted by what they see. see. Yep. And so if you are all fake and mm-hmm. he doesn't really see the real you yeah. Yeah. and you're listening to words yeah. without action yeah. that Just follows really, yeah. with it, yeah. you both are headed towards yeah. a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. So listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I'm so grateful to have this conversation with someone who is really at a, a place in her life where she's ready to be open and she's ready to say, okay, I, I feel like I'm done. Not, not done, but I mean, 
I feel like I've done enough work mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm not going to put myself in a, in a risky situation because I, I am not desperate. I love myself. Mm-hmm. I feel whole. I know my triggers. I have forgiven myself. And I think that's a wonderful, healthy place to be. And you know, mm-hmm. I wish you all the best. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for this, this time. And listeners, won't you please uh, share my podcast? Won't you please let others know about it? And if you got something out of this, I enjoy receiving your feedback, your comments. I enjoy knowing what you want to hear more of. I come in contact with so many different women, diverse widows, married, single, uh, divorced, blended families, women that are still hurting, women that have wisdom, women that are addicted. You know, you can have addictions not just with food, but you could have it with relationships. Mm-hmm. You can have an addiction to being depressed. You can have an addiction to clothes and shoes and Amazon. And so I am Jewel Diamond Taylor, your podcast host, the interview here. And I enjoy being a resource to women that want to grow. In fact, I am the founder of Women on the Grow. Be sure to stay in touch with me and share this video and share this audio. Stay in the light.